0: We're paddling canoes amid hundreds of migratory and shorebirds in La Cienega de Santa Clara, a 6,000 hectare brackish wetland in Sonora, Mexico. Navigating through a maze of cattail and warm green water, it is hard to imagine the wide open desert we crossed to get here. Much of the Colorado River Delta and floodplain has dried up into cracked saline soil, void of life. The water running down the Colorado River to the delta, already slowing to a trickle, completely stopped after Glen Canyon Dam was completed in the 1960s. While the reservoir filled, over 90% of the wetlands downstream disappeared, including about 400,000 hectares of riparian ecosystems and 500,000 hectares of marine and estuary habitat. There is some Colorado River water that does flow into Mexico, but it's immediately diverted at the Morelos Dam. Some of this water enters the Alamo Canal and flows west to Mexicali for both agricultural and municipal use. Just south of the city, Mexicali's wastewater is treated in Las Arenitas Wastewater Treatment Plant. Amid gurgling effluents and a nostril-searing stench, Jesus Iban Leal Moreno describes the plant.
1: In total, there are 16 retention ponds with a surface area of 33 hectares. Once the water has spent a total of 13 days in the wetland, it enters a 9-kilometer tube. It then enters an agricultural drain, and through this drain, the water enters the Rio Hardy.
0: The wetland at the end mimics natural processes, using cattail to filter pathogens and excess nutrients. Once released into the Rio Hardy, this effluence flows into the Colorado. This treated wastewater is essentially the only Colorado river water that makes it down to the delta anymore. There is another source of Colorado river water that reaches Mexico, though not via the river itself. It's agricultural runoff, full of salts left over from heavy pesticide use. In an attempt to prevent contamination with Mexico's drinkable water allocation, the Welton Mohawk Irrigation and Drainage District of Arizona agreed to divert this polluted water through the Mode Canal, 56 kilometers south into the Sonoran Desert. The idea was that the water would eventually drain downhill into the Sea of Cortez. But the thirsty Sonoran Desert had other plans.
1: As the years passed, the ejidatarios, who together own this land, began to realize that this little lagoon began to grow and grow and grow, and the cattail began to establish.
0: Martin is the director of the Upper Gulf of California and Colorado River Delta Biosphere Reserve. He is describing the formation of La Ciénaga de Santa Clara, the same one with the birds and cattail marshes we were paddling canoes through.
1: Apparently, what was an accident today is a place where there are many species that are in danger of extinction.
0: For a place that has lost almost 1 million hectares of habitat, this accidental 6,000-hectare wetland is almost a miracle. What was originally a dump site for unusable runoff from the United States is now a major stopover on the Pacific Flyway and the largest wetland in the Delta. Because this was a rare and crucial opportunity for restoration of the delta, the Biosphere Reserve Conservation Organization decided to designate La Ciénaga de Santa Clara as part of the core protection area of the reserve. 75 kilometers northwest, back at Las Arenitas Wastewater Treatment Plant, there's something strikingly similar going on. It's hard to imagine anyone would want to go birding at a municipal wastewater treatment plant. But Las Arenitas is an exception.
1: Another unexpected benefit, beyond the primary purpose of wastewater treatment, The wetland is habitat for species of birds that normally are migratory, but now are residents.
0: The filtration wetland provides habitat for 150 of the 380 native delta bird species, including an emblematic indicator species, the Yuma clapper rail. Quickly realizing the opportunity for restoration, the Sonoran Institute and Pronatura Noroeste together decided to enhance the natural filtration process to improve water quality and habitat. By moving in sediment and planting more cattail, they created deep snaking bends in the wetland, slowing the water to allow the cattail more time to treat it. Edith Serrano from the Sonoran Institute says the plan is to continue this project to bring in even more wildlife, such as native fish species. That's one of our goals. If we see fishes in the wetland, then uh, we will be sure that uh, the water has a better quality. With dedicated work and protection, Las Arenitas and La Ciénaga de Santa Clara are becoming more similar to what the delta used to look like before it dried up. In an ideal world, we would turn the delta all the way back to what it used to be. But the unfortunate reality is that the Colorado River is already overallocated, and with climate change drying up the southwest, it will only get worse. Rather than dwelling on the loss of the historic delta, Francisco Zamora of the Sonoran Institute explains that a complete return to historic flows shouldn't be our goal.
1: So the goal is not to restore the delta to the way it was 100 years ago. That's not feasible. But we think that by creating this network or wetlands, the delta can can function as as a healthy ecosystem.
0: Wastewater may appear to be a source of pollution rather than one of nourishment, but ecologically speaking, the projects are crucial in supporting wildlife. Beyond the ecosystem service they provide for the delta, they serve as lessons in creativity and opportunity. In both instances, environmental liabilities are being turned into something life-giving and even beautiful. Perhaps in a time of quickly disappearing ecosystems, we can look to the Colorado River Delta for creative solutions. For National Public Lands Radio, I'm Molly Simonson.